This episode brought to you by Audible. Audible. Yay. Audibletrial.com <laughs> slash horror virgin for 30 days to read a book to get you started. Mikey wants to say dot com. That's so what bad. it is, Mikey. Dot <laughs> com. <laughs> <laughs> but for your book recommendation, Mikey, what do you recommend? Uh, I read recently Neverwhere by Neil Gaiman. And it was that really good. Out. And uh, it's about uh, a guy in London, and there's some stuff that happens in this adventure. Don't spoil the book. Recommend the book. And at the end, uh, you know. So if you want that to be your book, go to audibletrial.com slash horror virgin for 30 days free and a book to get you started. This episode also brought to you by Nick, Nick B. B. Nick B. Is the best. Yep, maybe that's what the B stands for. Maybe that is what the B stands for. <laughs> Holy crap, I love that. Nick B wanted us to plug God Country. God Country is the movie that they're trying to get made over at Modern Horrors. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it on our show. Yeah. In fact, Luke and Jacob have both come on the show and talked about it. They're great. That's they're right. trying to get it funded. Is it Seed and Spark that they're trying to get it funded Seed through? Seed and Spark, yeah. yeah. Is where but if you just Google right God Country film, you'll find it. Is Spark a website it. or a strategy? Yeah, it's sort of like a GoFundMe. Yeah. yeah. And they're getting really close to their goal. Too. Are they really? Yeah, they are. I think there was, they said they were about 4000 under. What? Because yeah. they were trying to get 25000 And if my math is correct, that means they've raised $73,000 already. Hmm. Is no. that math correct, Nick B? Can you help us? Please. Guys, if you want your very own <laughs> Patreon shout out. Go to <laughs> patreon.com slash horror virgin and sign uh-huh. up at the burn it down level like Nick B and get them weekly or at the you can get it so you can get your monthly Patreon yeah. shout outs. And if you stick around to the end of this episode, You're gonna be you'll hear tonight. those. Yeah. Todd, can you bring our theme music in, please? Hey, don't kink shame. Uh. If you want to go to vomit. <laughs> King.com free, free trial, trial slash Carter version. If you guys want to go to vomitvirgin.com. <laughs> <laughs> it's our spinoff podcast. Oh. Spinoff podcast. Oh, <laughs> gross. Welcome oh, to the my horror God. version, everyone. I'm Jim. Oh. And I apologize for how gross that is. What? Yeah, I've said that before. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I am your horror virgin, Todd. <laughs> and I am your horror experience, but still classy man, Mikey. You're the horror man who just keeps hanging around the horror high school like yeah. three years after you've graduated. Well, the thing about horror movies, Todd, <laughs> is that they stay the same age and I keep getting older. You had it backwards. All you right, all right, all, all right, right, all right, all right. So, Guys, Todd, we watched The Conjuring. We did. And I f- <laughs> hated it. It, it drove Todd insane for fear. We got like seven videos of you like flipping yeah. your phone up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because did you I used a video of him flipping I the phone. I didn't. In the air? No, I missed it. He flipped his phone in the air like a Scooby Doo fucking episode. <laughs> he really did twice in the same scene. It was scary. My I, friends have asked me like if you're faking it, and it's like he's not. It's he's really, really that not. dumb. I, <laughs> ow, ow, my oh. friend. Yeah, I I'm not fake. I really am uncomfortable. Like I really hate these movies. Especially these types of movies. Because they're just a thousand percent jump scares. It's horrible. I hate them all. You have been dreading this movie since you watched the trailer. I have. And I watched the trailer about a month ago for the Patreon stuff. And we just put it up this week. (laughs) And man, they loved it. Because it's it's really scary. And I I mean, there are parts where I'm looking around the room Uh in the trailer. I got a text one day at work that said, I just watched the trailer for The Conjuring. I'm not fucking watching that movie. And I was like, oh, hmm. Todd's got something to say. And then I realized you texted us in the middle of that trailer video. Oh, yeah. If you watch the end of the video, it's me texting you guys. (laughs) Yeah, I did it on the video. Yeah. So if you guys are on the Patreon, you 
saw that. If not, sign up. You'll miss out on some good stuff. Yeah. But let's get into this fucking movie. Spoilers. It starts with the 60s. Yep. This oh, is, yeah. Oh, the Annabelle. super cool 60s. Okay, so I wrote this down because it was hilarious. We see and the very first thing we see in this movie is just Annabelle's face right by the conjuring. And Todd went, fuck, I'm out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Seconds after oh, yeah. the movie started. This is like the very beginning of the movie. I said that because it's creepy and her eyes like slit down the middle. And yes. it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm out. Spoiler alert. She has her own movie. She, yeah, she's, she's had two, two of her own movies, right? Are you kidding mm-hmm. me? Annabelle yeah. 1 and 2, right? This movie has a lot of spinoffs. Oh, yeah. It, it does. does. It's, it's a, a part universe. of its own expanded universe. Yeah. It started it. it Why do I know more about this than you? Yeah, I don't Mikey. know. I actually kind of like this universe better than the DC universe. The DC universe is god awful, but nice tie in. The guy who directed this directed Aquaman. Is that the DC universe? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's also, from what I understand, a horrible movie. I haven't seen it. Yeah. And Patrick Wilson, I think that's his name. It is. It is, is in both of them. Yeah. yeah. Mikey's Fun Facts. Mikey's Fun Facts. Not quite as good as Jen's Fun Facts. That's right. Mikey's Less Fun Facts. Yeah. Mikey's Less Fun Facts. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. That's awesome. All right. Let's do this. Let's get to this fucking movie. All right. So, yeah, we're talking, we're interviewing the two ladies who live with Annabelle. Um, excuse me. Oh, pardon There's me. There's a man there as well. Oh, yeah. But he's just not he, allowed to talk. He honestly, I don't. It, what <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. He has zero lines. He does. Yeah. That dude 100% went to his mom like, mom, you'll never believe it. I've been busting my ass at community theater for six years and finally got a part in a major motion picture. And then he got, he got there, said his lines so badly. They just cut mm. every one of them out. And all it is, is just him sitting on the couch looking afraid. It uh, is. Yeah. I have an alternate theory. Oh, hit uh, me with it. Because he he's contest? not in any of the flashbacks. No, he's Maybe not. Maybe he's Annabelle. He's a ghost. <laughs> what? He could honestly, he could be. He could I be. have heard that he's getting his own spin-off franchise. <laughs> but it's but it's the DC expanded universe. And it's all silent. It's plain G. <laughs> <laughs> but this scene goes immediately to flashback, right? Because we're talking about it like does. who's haunting the the because girls. When you meet a creepy doll and then it asks you if you can inherit the body of the doll to live with you, you always of course you're gonna say yeah. Yeah, it- they were really nonchalant about that, which drove me insane. Well, look, they're nursing students, so they care about children and they what? contacted the spirit of a dead child named Annabelle Higgins. Wait, wait, wait. Did they the contact movie? it? Is yeah. this in this movie? Did they yeah, use like a Ouija board? I think somebody might have been talking very loudly and didn't hear this part of the I movie. I will admit that I was talking I because I get nervous. Getting us both dirty yeah, this is the pod mom lecturing the two <laughs> yeah. pod children. Uh, that's why yeah. you don't know the story. <laughs> <laughs> they invited the ghost of this child into Annabelle, but, you know, it's never actually a child. It's usually a demon and that's and what also, it is. And also, it doesn't really possess the doll, right? They sort of explain something like that. It just moves the doll around to yeah. make it look like it's possessed. Yes. But I don't I don't quite understand this. They, they keep become, the doll. The doll becomes like yeah. the vessel for it, but it ultimately wants to get into one of the girls. I will say this. When he was saying that it, it's never the doll that's actually possessed, it's just mm-hmm. the demon trying to get inside one of the girls, it cuts to the guy who has no line. And he's like, yeah, me too, dog. <laughs> Am I right? I've been yeah, trying to get one of those girls too. Can I get a high <laughs> five? <laughs> All right, so then she's got red crayon. <laughs> And she scribble and miss me all no, over the No, no, they go out to dinner for their like their nursing stuff. Well, yeah, and then they come back and she's sitting in the hallway and she's got a red crayon on the. They find a note hand. that says "Miss me" at the front mm-hmm. door. Well, well, yeah, and then they throw her away, and then she they writes "Miss me" all over the wall. Then they oh, throw her then away. It, yeah, they throw her away then after they she finds it. Bonking. Yeah, in the they thought of the night. she'd be a good roommate. They scare the they shit out wrong. of Todd. Yeah, yeah, like I. <sighs> You never do this. Like, if you are, why do people stick around? Why does no one leave immediately? But where are you going to go? Anywhere. For how they long? Invited. You Forever. What are you going to do with all your stuff? We'll Burn it. <laughs> it just drew on the walls. It wasn't like it didn't even write anything bad. It's yeah, like, it's a happy little friend that goes. <laughs> miss me. Yeah. What are you going to do? Hello, boys and girls. Did you miss me? <laughs> oh, 
Don't throw me in the dumpster. We were only gone 20 minutes. We got takeout. You blew on all the walls. We brought you some wonton soup. You just have to get a crate for the ghost when you leave the house, and you just drink uh, it. Oh. Yeah, you, they really do say for the first year, year and a half, you really got to crate train your ghost. It's for their own protection. It's, it makes them feel and like they're back in the... And I know you feel guilty, but they actually start... That, that, that's their little home. It's, it's like their little shit. dent. Yeah, and then once they're used to it, you can just take the door off it, and then when they feel uncomfortable, they'll yeah. go in it on their own. Yeah. It's, yeah. It makes them feel more safe in your house. So really, this whole movie could have been avoided with some proper crate training Caesar of Milan. a ghost. Caesar Milan. Yeah, Caesar Milan could have come out and just really helped him out. Yeah, there are classes. Caesar Milan goes, get, get off that girl. <laughs> you get like a bottle of water and you just spray the ghost. It's holy water. <laughs> oh my God. And you gotta have your little belt pack with the little tiny treats that you give them every time they do get in there. And crate. they're cross-shaped. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what happens next? So they're being interviewed by Ed and Lorraine Warren. So this is the first time we see them talking. Oh, yeah. We forgot about them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the ghost movie. hunter is... Yeah, they're the, the scam artists. Yeah. I got some fun facts about Oh, that, I please. bet you do. Yeah. So they're interviewing these people about Annabelle. Um, yeah. Did you know Annabelle is a real doll? What? You From can where? see pictures of her online. She looks like um, Raggedy Ann. I think she's actually a Raggedy Ann doll. It's super creepy. Google Annabelle. No. And she's sitting what? in. It's in, a real story? Yeah. This is a real story, too. Now, whether you believe the house was actually haunted. No, it's like Amityville. It's like a proven fraud, right? Well, um, I don't know. Amityville about is story. a proven fraud. I got a book about that. It's called The Night the DeFeos Died. At what? this point in the movie, what we see is a uh, text come up on the screen saying that they're really real people and that they really did scam people saying that they were ghost hunters. The movie doesn't say that. But ghost hunters? That. So the next thing that happens is what? <laughs> we're at the I- lecture hall and it's a lecture about who they are. They're talking to a college class and I think that the real Lorraine Warren actually has a cameo in this scene. I think she's in the front row of the class. I don't think that we should be rewarding scam artists with you parts of movies. because they actually, they had to pay them in this movie to use their likeness and name and all that crap. And so this basically just kind of exists because they say, well, what do we call you? And say, well, I'm Ed and I'm Lorraine. Some people call us crooks. Yeah. They do say that. They, they say do say kooks that. Kooks and wackos and I think it says kooks, not crooks, but either are true. Okay. But yeah. what they said in the scroll was that um she is a clairvoyant and he is the only non ordained demonologist recognized by the Catholic Church. And both of those things are true. Which is why he couldn't do a exorcist. Right. He couldn't exorcism, actually sorry. like he could probably go through the actions of doing it, but he couldn't do one that would be recognized. Well by if you the stick church. around till the end, you might find out if he can or not. Uh oh, spoilers. <laughs> All right, so what's the next scene? Oh, this is where it cuts to the family. Yeah, the family with the pulls most up. unfortunate father because he had five daughters. What's unfortunate wow. about that? The only thing that's unfortunate about that. He probably learned a lot that, about himself. That's a lot of dowries. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. How many weddings does that guy have to pay for? And this isn't like he had five daughters now where it's like, you know, you don't have to pay for all the weddings. Probably but this is three. like in the 60s when you definitely had to pay all that. That's not fun. I'm just going to wheel it on back. <laughs> Beep. Speaking of wheeling it on back with the beeping sound, the dad is a trucker in this movie. He is, and he's Burger from Sex and the City, and I love him. It's Ron Livingston. From Office Space? Yeah, he was in Office Space. For every man out there who doesn't know what the fuck Jen is talking about. for all middle-aged women and men, because this show is good, it's a million little things. It's on uh, ABC. So this is where the guy from Office Space pulls up. Everybody's going into their house. We find out the older daughter is pissed off about moving. We also see the- Yeah, she's real, like, moody. They all go kind of investigate their new house and the dog won't go in. 
No, Sadie mm-hmm. the dog is yeah. the only fucking smart one in the mm-hmm. whole family, and she will not go inside. Is she the smartest one? Yes. Though? Because she's the only one that doesn't make it out. Do you know why? Why? Because they chained her up by the mm-hmm. evil basement, yeah, that's true. and she couldn't get away, so it killed her. I know. It was sad. Yeah. It's real sad. Well, I'm pretty sure my dog would have been like, oh, I smell a demon. I'm going to go uh, join forces. I'm going to go I- smell its balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my dog would be like, oh, we can we can work together and cause Michael more problems. <laughs> Your in dog the is run. insane. She's a demon. She's beautiful, but she's insane. <laughs> she bit through my thumb. All I'm saying is that like demons and my dog have a lot in common. They do. And yeah. uh, they both drink holy water. <laughs> <laughs> what you're thinking of is toilet water. That's oh. <laughs> what you're thinking of. Oh. So anyway, they're looking around the house. They're looking at the room. There's a lot of furniture just still in the place. It's a yeah. lot of weird drywall cracks. Yeah, like this, they don't paint it's it. It's an old 70s house that was like old in the 50s house. Yeah, it was probably built in like the 1860s, right? And it's definitely haunted and evil. So then we see the youngest daughter out sitting by the tree by the oh, lake, yeah. and she's got the creepiest music box in the world in mm-hmm. her lap. And it's a circus tent. It is a circus tent. With it a is, okay. Clown I was wondering what that was. It is a circus tent. And it's a cloudy mirror with a swirly thing and it spins the mirror. It's yes. a hypnotizing mirror thing. Mm-hmm. At this point is when they try and get Sadie to come inside and she won't. And then that sort of ends the scene, right? Yep. And then we get to the clapping game. And this is the first time we see it, but we're going to see it a couple more times. And this times. time it's just the girls. Let's pause yes. for responsible parenting. Or just parenting before the internet and cable TV. Yeah, welcome to Parenting Corner, Jen, Mikey and Todd. The two of us that have no kids. Jen, Jen uh, we got this. <laughs> yeah, what I don't like is they're brand new in this house, Mikey, and they find it best to blindfold themselves and walk around like idiots. Yeah, and there are boxes all yeah, over the place. There's boxes and knives. And they and don't know where yeah, the house is. Stairs. Yeah. And the house is haunted. Haven't they seen the walls? I know. So yeah. they're playing the clapping game. And what the clapping game is, is one somebody's blindfolded. No, not and, just somebody. The whole family but one person. Yeah, somebody's blindfolded, and then everybody else goes and hides in the house and that blindfolded person wanders around oh, yeah. and the people that are hiding clap. I was wrong. I Did apologize. you think it was backwards? <laughs> I just you think everyone was you blindfolded. Think everyone, you think everyone who was who was hiding was blindfolded and, the and then the person who was trying to find them had the gift of sight? That is the easiest game to I win. Know. Everyone, everyone was blindfolded. Oh, okay. That game's still horrible. It's just a group full of people bumping into walls. And then one person just laughing their ass off. <laughs> the ghost is like, oh my God, like putting things in their way and then running around and putting something in front of you. <laughs> but the girls play it and this is where they discover the hole in the wall, like the closet ish yeah, yeah. wall. There one of them is hiding in the closet. The blindfolded girl goes into the closet and mm-hmm. like and molests like, her into the wall and does. it breaks. She yeah. does lunge at her. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So hard that she busts a hole through the wall. As yeah. you do. I've I busted holes through walls. I find that very easy to believe. <laughs> yeah, me too. I've destroyed things very easily. I'm a bull in a world. That I is think a China we, shot. Yeah, oh my we God. went to Kansas City with you. We know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they find they the find stairs hole in the, basement. in the closet. Right. Yes. And this hole, it's like a boarded up wall down to an evil basement. There, it's just the basement, everyone. I mean, but it's, it's evil it's as evil. shit, Mike. Oh, yeah. You can tell. Did y'all grow up with basements? Yes. Did you go down there? Yes. I didn't have any basements. Was it evil? Yes. That's why Todd's a ghost. Yeah. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, I would. We had a basement in a few of the houses I grew up in. Okay, so the next thing that happens is Dad goes down into the creepy, cobwebby, secret basement they just found with a match. Oh my God, that's so stupid. Not well. They got. They're poor. They got to save. No, they have flash. This movie is riddled with flashlights. Uh, Flashlights are cutting edge technology back then. I don't. They had flashlights in the forties. Your iPhone down the basement. 
Which no, it's not. You and would you would do that. Do that. Uh, you would definitely do that. But they had flashlights in the 40s, Mikey. So <laughs> down there, he doesn't really find anything when he goes down there. Except no, he finds piano. an evil piano. Well, that piano is evil. It never comes back in the movie. Actually, evil. Mikey has a point. That piano is guilty by association at yeah, best. Nothing True. ever happens with that piano. Maybe the piano picks up the shotgun at the end and starts shooting it. I think, that, think that is about what that? happens. Yeah. You think about that, Mikey? Who shot the shotgun, Mikey? Who shot the shotgun? It was I bet it Evil, was a, evil piano. Yeah. All right. So he goes downstairs. They see all this furniture and he's just like, you know what? I'll come down tomorrow and we'll figure this whole thing out. More or less. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, this would actually be pretty cool if you moved to a house. There was a secret basement with all these antiques in it. No. All of those antiques will be haunted. Yeah. That's yeah. why you sell them all and you get a little money to put paint on the walls. And that's why listeners don't buy antiques because they're haunted. Somebody found them in their haunted basement. Oh my God. They tried to flip this house, but this house flipped them. Yeah. The house flipped her upside down. Yeah. Right. Oh, they christened the new house too. And by christened, she means boning <laughs> in the bedroom. But I think it's meant to show they have a good relationship. They do have a Especially good relationship. For having, they've got grown children. They've been together for a while. Oh like, yeah. They have. He's pretty muted, like defeated by this whole family. I'll say this, though. I, I feel like without this scene, you really are questioning why she has so many bruises throughout the movie. <laughs> but I mean, they do have a good relationship. They but like do. if your neighbor was like, hey, we're just moving to the neighborhood. And then the next time you saw her, she had a bunch of bruises and then progressively got more and more bruises. You'd mm-hmm. be like, you need to call the cops. I got to get out of here. <laughs> oh, exactly. You would want to leave. OK, so the next thing we see is they wake up and the mom has a bruise you know oh yeah she was like what did you do to me last night yeah and he's like i don't know i've been phoning our sex for the past 12 years i have no <laughs> I idea i got hypnotized in the middle of the last <laughs> sex on her shin so i'm like what did you yeah think like, happened really last night? what could have happened what Maybe position bruises your shin jen the, the wheelbarrow <laughs> you're not doing the wheelbarrow right yeah i don't think you're doing the wheelbarrow right on your shin you should be holding her shin if you're doing the wheelbarrow oh right god this yeah. is why i'm single <laughs> yeah yeah because you call sex the wheelbarrow so what we find out they say the heater is down in the basement which has been boarded furnace, up furnace. and so what the furnace and so what did you say Todd you said that's how oh, yeah, I, know. I was like th- then you could not have bought that house because it would not have passed, passed inspection was there inspections back then though I, I don't know hey 70s people can you tell us <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so the the dad is downstairs sort of like going through and as the mom is walking downstairs, he's like screwing in the light bulb. So it's a little tense because yeah. it's like flickering light or whatever. Uh-huh. And then when she gets down there, it reveals that it's just her husband down there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got to get the, the furnace on. Which was so down cold in here. the boarded up basement. Yeah, which makes yeah. no sense. Well, and so one of the fun facts that I had was that in the state of Rhode Island, you are not required to tell people the history of the house when you're buying it, which is why they could sell the house without telling about all of is that still a law to this day? I mean, my Wikipedia search says that it is, but <laughs> I don't know for sure. Don't come here for facts, but do come here for Jen Fun Facts. I That's do. why it's the smallest state. We also find out that the clocks have been stopping at 3.07. Yes, because night, that's yeah. when the evil happens. It does, yes. So now what we need to introduce is a ticking clock in their house. Oh, my God. Oh, do you think their like watches the stop like that? Yeah, I think all I think the watches stop. I think all the clock devices stop at 3.07. There were no digital devices at this point. Well, yeah. haunted clocks still write twice a day. <laughs> that is true, Mikey. Yeah. Oh, and then we hear the youngest girl screaming in the backyard and we find Sadie, the dog. Who's <sighs> this is this is hard for me, man. I hate when dogs die. Like, it's the, it's the saddest to me. I used yeah. to before my current puppy. Oh, <laughs> 
But yeah, like wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know, man. It's just hard for me. I miss my dog. Yeah. But yeah, oh. so like it's a whole thing. Yeah. Ron Livingston nonchalantly goes and checks its pulse. It looked more to me like he was covering its neck because something had slit its throat, and his daughter was right there looking at it. No, I think the movie would have showed it because I don't think it. I mean, it I'm didn't show. I'm kind of glad it. they didn't. Really yeah, me too. Lean I, into this, they yeah. didn't show too much of it because for a while I was like, well, maybe the dog's just sick, and then we see the uh, mound with the cross that yeah, says Sadie, Sadie on, on it. it. That's how we know the dog died. But we really only see the dog once or twice too. It's, really just that first scene where it won't go in the house yeah. and then that's it. And then they hear her outside and they talk about her when they're about to get busy on the first yeah. night. So that's kind of just busy. Like, Sadie's barking. Who cares? Yeah, because you got to get it, ma'am. It's dick o'clock. <laughs> oh, <laughs> My clock 307 is dick o'clock. <laughs> Holy shit, guys. <laughs> I want a shirt that says 307 and then underneath it says it's dick o'clock. And you know what? Dick o'clock is right all day long. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody design a shirt right now. <laughs> I don't know I if I will buy want that to shirt. See a dick new merch. Shirt. Yeah, new merch because for what, sure. What do we think? It's a dick. The it's obviously I, I don't want to see it. No, dick pics are. Mm. Guys, never send an unsolicited dick pic. Or just don't send them at all. No, they're fine if no, the girl I, asks well, for I, it. I, if a girl asks you for a dick pic, just send her a picture of a clock stuck at 307. Because <laughs> it's like, dick o'clock. What time you picking me up tonight? Dick o'clock. Oh, so 307? Mikey, I think I understand why you're not getting on these dates. Yeah. Why you <laughs> I'm keep, getting on them. I just, you keep just, getting good. But I'm not getting off them. Getting off them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then we go to the Warrens' house and we see the museum. Yeah, so it sort of like cuts back and forth between the Warrens, the scam artists, and the the family that's being haunted, right? So the scam artists are showing the a guy. of the movie. Yeah, the scam artists are showing this guy through their. Todd's got some feelings about the Sort of. Was he, um, what, what, what was that guy's story? I think he's just like a reporter. Maybe. Yeah, I think he was that's a reporter because he did have a tape recorder mm-hmm. and he was like recording sort of like an interview type style. Yeah. But it seemed more like he was going to write a report later than use the audio. Yes. So anyway, <laughs> so Scam Dad is talking to the reporter Edwards. inside their, um, their museum, museum of, of horrors. Yeah. It's yeah. a guest bedroom, let's be honest. <laughs> Converted guest <laughs> yeah. bedroom. Uh, and it's got a bunch of artifacts. It well, really they're does. not artifacts because they're not yeah. Indiana Jones, but it's this like a like bunch of haunted items. studio for all of the future spinoff <laughs> franchises. No, it's basically like the first part of uh, Crackle Barrel. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It's like Haunted it Crackle is. Barrel. Mm-hmm. It's like you walk in, you know, you, know, you got 20 minute wait and then uh, you can go on the porch play checkers. Or, I know. do think at one point you see their daughter playing a kazoo <laughs> in, <laughs> in the museum. Yeah. Or you can go look at the uh, Annabelle doll. Real expensive. No one ever buys it. Yeah. <laughs> but he then explains to the reporter that everything in that room is haunted. Yes. And we see the Annabelle doll. We see the picture of the nun mm-hmm. from the movie The Nun that we did. I think it's episode 16. That's yeah. the most recent one. This is the very first one in yeah. the universe. Yeah. And they talk about how they have a priest come out every month to uh, bless the room. And, how, and the reporter is saying, why would you want all this stuff in your house and he's saying but it, they're all trapped inside these vessels right now and it's safer I mean this is we his gotta keep the in the bottle exactly it's safer to keep them trapped in this Annabelle doll that we've got them in rather than destroy the artifact and then they don't they're yeah, not trapped yeah but can anymore. you just like rent some storage space yeah and then you'd never have to go there and you would just be like hey priest go to my storage space and throw some holy water on but it but then yeah. what if some dick kid breaks in at dick then o'clock? he would die that but would then be that kid I mean the demon's gonna come back and get the Warrens. That actually sounds like a way better spinoff movie than their spinoff movies. Yeah, I'll yeah. buy it. So we go from the scam artist. Is it the Warren family? It's the Warren family. Ed yes. and Lorraine. Ed and Lorraine. Warren. So we go from Ed and Lorraine to who? The dad is wandering around at night, and he sees the door.
door open. So it, it zooms out from the static ETV, and we see Ron Livingston asleep on his desk. It looks like he was like doing businessy paperwork. Maybe and he's accounting. got his glass next to him. Scotch, so, you know. yeah, he's got. Like yeah. Glass this is like super bottle. meta, but I think he was actually going over his route because in the next scene, he's talking to his wife about the route to Florida he's going to take. That's going to have him out for a yes. week. Mm-hmm. Well, they also talk about. But that's his, not really important. Talking about his rates, and he was talking about you know yeah. this yeah. is a little lower. I don't know if I can make my bills or whatever. So maybe he's doing the the budget. No, yeah. that's really super important, but it's probably something it's like the that. The most important thing in the film. What? He, he gets woken up and he's wandering around the dark, creepy house and he sees a door open and then he turns around and the daughter's on the steps and that's yeah. Todd. Why? It all scared Todd. It all it, scared uh, Todd. Yeah, I hate... We should Ugh. talk about that. This movie is scary from like minute one all the way to the end. It really is. And it just, it's just really intense the whole way. Yeah, through. from that Annabelle doll, while I was like, I'm out, it was freaky the whole time. Oh, yeah. The dad wakes up, the older daughter's on the stairs. She's like, uh, the other dog, or Sadie, or what's her face, is sleepwalking again. Sadie's the dead dog. <laughs> <laughs> I never learned the daughter. Me name. either. Yeah, it's middle daughter, and it's it's the daughter who is in Twilight. Okay, so then we have the next morning, and the mom wakes up with. Ethan. Wait, wait, did we talk enough about the kid hitting her head on the? Yeah, wardrobe? because I don't think anything else happens. I don't with think that. it does either. I think, it's just, I think it just. I think it just sets up the fact that she does sleepwalk, right? Yes, and it just sets like an underlying. And, it's a, and we learned that that wardrobe was in the house. Already, yes. already. So yeah, all the daughters go off to school except for the youngest one. She's Who's playing... not young enough not to go to school. Yeah, she's clearly a first grader. So I don't know what's going on in this house. But anyway, it's a movie. <laughs> so she's talking to someone, and the mom is um, kind of wandering around the house, probably cleaning or doing whatever. We see the daughter talking to someone, and then we open the door just enough to realize that she's not talking to anyone. Yeah, she's, she's talking, talking to, to no one. Chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's chair. freaky. And so then she and the mom start playing the clap game. No, no, because the daughter's like, I met my friend here. You can see him. In oh, the, yeah, yeah. You can and see she him looks in the, in the music the box. Creepy music box. But she mm-hmm. doesn't see anything, right? She doesn't, but it still scared the shit out of Todd because I wrote, Todd jumps. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> and I don't even remember what it was. I, I it was probably just music. I honestly, in things like this, the oh, more no. tense it is, what? I remember what it was and we got a video of this. Okay, so th- she's looking at the music box and then the tiny little girl jumps behind the mom and says, boo, and Todd yeah. lost his shit. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. <laughs> and said, fuck you, kid. Oh, yeah. He said, fuck you, kid. I remember that. It's immortalized on my phone. I hate it. In this movie, it's really that when you don't see it and it's building the suspense, that's the worst part for me. Mm -hmm. At the end, when and we'll get there, but the exorcism part is not that scary to me because I can see the evil. Mm -hmm. I know where it is. It's not going to pop out from behind things, right? And there's a lot of uh, popping out of things. This movie stays pop out scary the whole time. Yeah, until like the last 15 minutes, it is very suspenseful pop out scary. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's when they start playing the blindfoldy clappy game. Yes. As you do with one other person in a house yeah. by herself. Because she bumps into the railing to almost falls down the stairs. Yes. Like, yeah, I wonder how she got those bruises. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's clear now. You're just dumb. Okay, so then Think she walks the in. stub toes of yeah. this game. You gotta play with shoes on. Okay, so then yeah, we see she she's <laughs> listening and she's going in and we see she goes into the room with the wardrobe and she's hearing clapping come from the wardrobe. And the the wardrobe doors Swing either open, open or are. Do they slowly yeah. they open? Open slowly, yeah. Slowly. And then we see... And she goes, second clap. Yeah. And then we see grown-up sized hands clapping from outside of the clothes of the wardrobe. Like, yeah. Through the clothes and they mm-hmm. clap, clap. And then she goes up and she like kind of like pushes the clothes aside. We see there's nothing there. And then she sees the daughter coming from another room. <sighs> 
I saw this part in the trailer and it scared the shit out of me in the trailer. Like I was looking around my room in the trailer. It was this scene that made me realize that this movie is still scary on the second watch. Yeah, because I think the underlying tone of the movie is scary, but also the jump scares are, they're effective. I don't really think there are many cheap jump scares in this movie. uh, So then we see the next scene where um, Berger is talking on the phone about the next truck driver. Berger is Ron Livingston. Yes, also known as the father. And they're talking on the phone about his next truck drive and we see it's half his rate, but he's got to take it anyways, which lets you know that they're having financial problems. Look at that house. Right. They're having financial problems. Okay, so, and they've already talked house about... house is huge. They've already talked it's about... But it's haunted, though. which is how yeah. they bought it for cheap. And so this kind of goes back into the Amityville horror, and I've often thought about this with haunted houses. Like, yes, we say, or Todd said a billion times, I would just move, I would get the fuck out, but everything you own is in that house. All of your money is tied up in that house. Like, yeah, you. how many nights can you afford to stay in a hotel? Yo, Nashville is what so are you gonna expensive. Do? I would totally buy a haunted house. You (laughs) go to East Nashville. So you set it on fire and collect the insurance money. 100%. It's foolproof. Yeah. We are not recommending arson. But if your house is haunted, what other plan do you You have? You allegedly set it on fire. Ah. Wang gable, wang gable. No, but seriously, like how bad would it have to get for you to leave everything that you own? The first time (laughs) something pulled my leg at 3.07 a.m., like a, I would run out of the house and never return. Like a practical joke? Like pulling your leg? Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> the, the first time Ashton Kutcher broke into my apartment <laughs> and punked me. <laughs> I love Ashton Kutcher. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dak Shepard, I'm on to you. bro. <laughs> Stick a clock, bro. <laughs> Gross, he would say that. You've been punked. <laughs> but seriously, like, I mean, if they leave, they don't have anything. They don't have to, like, live in his truck. You yeah, know? that's and possible. Wagon, you yeah. can do that. You know what's not haunted? His truck. Let's leave. Yeah, well, maybe unless the ghost attaches to the truck. Although when we do find out, and I like this because <laughs> they explain that once the scam artists come and try to start scamming them, they do <laughs> explain why they the can't ones. just leave the house. Right. Trust the movie. Because it's attaching to them. Not ne- It's coming from the house, but it's attaching to yeah, them. It's it was like a stray cat. It just like yeah. it grows attached. And yeah. at one point, they try to take her out of the house and her flesh Almost starts kills burning. Her. Um, so then we see the sister in bed and she like a monster is sleeping with her feet out from under the covers. So she's, she's hot, just, Jen. She's begging to get her feet dragged. So the logic... She's begging for Dak Shepard to run in there and grab her like leg. She's asking for a haunting, okay? I, I think she is. Is her collar popped? Yeah, no. Why do pajamas have collars? <laughs> Man, the collar game in this movie was on point. <laughs> there was a ruffly collar towards the middle of this movie that was insane. It was the 70s. It was amazing. Like, what are they... Like, what, you gotta wear a tie to your pajamas? I mean, what if your neck gets cold? <laughs> While you're sleeping. You can't wear a scarf when you're sleeping. You might joke. So anyways, she's got her feet out. She doesn't have her ghost repellent blanket on her feet, and so the ghost pulls her foot and wakes her up. It's because her stupid sister is probably, like, really cold-natured, so they have to turn the heat up. And, like, we've all slept with someone who's cold-natured, and they turn Mm -hmm. the heat up, and you have to take your feet out of the blankets because this person is a monster. Or shared an office (laughs) with that person. Yes. I've done that. I'll sometimes sleep with one leg outside the cover, one leg under the cover. Uh, Yeah. Dating someone like that is terrible. Like, there are, you just put more blankets on the thing. Anyway, okay. so the ghost pulls her leg because her sister is a monster who wants it really hot in the room. Yes, and so she sees that someone is behind the... Oh, no, first she goes to look underneath the oh, bed. Under the bed. And I Todd love how they do this out. because oh, you think God. that there's going to be something under the bed and I there did. isn't. But then from looking under the bed, we can see from across the room that the door is moving just a little bit and that there's someone... And she can't do. Her head's under the bed mm-hmm. looking at the door and it goes... Ee! 
Yeah, and then she, and it's kind of a cool camera flip thing because then she's back up. She's sitting on her bed. She's looking. She wakes her sister up. She starts crying. And we just see this black space behind the door. And she says, there's something behind the door. And there's then someone. There's, there's, there's a, someone there's behind, behind the, door. the door. It's standing right behind the door. So sister gets up to check it out. Puts and her glasses goes, on. Yeah, and she goes, and glasses sister. Yeah, she goes to look. And um, she says, there's nobody there. And she turns around and she's looking at the sister. And the sister says, stay right, right behind behind you oh my god mm-hmm. then, I, honestly both those girls were great in this they scene. really were it was so scary it scares Todd it oh did, yeah, yeah I freaked out scared us all. I freaked out at this point mm-hmm. there's a problem in this movie called people don't scream for help fast enough yeah like she wakes her sister up and they're both staring at the corner and I, I would be like scream for dad immediately well, what if you scream and the ghost comes and gets you? That's Your dad's cool. on the way. Yeah. <laughs> I would be like, there's like 19 people in this house. I should be like, I don't know. I think it's more like a frozen fear, like deer in headlights kind of thing a lot of times. The sister wasn't like that. She like put her glasses on. She's like, oh, um, because well, the sister couldn't see. It. Well, actually, there is no ghost over there. I've got my I ghost glasses on. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't have yeah. the special 13 ghost glasses. But she, did, she does. <laughs> yeah. She does go over there and she's like, there's nothing over here. Oh, it smells like rotting flesh or yes. something like that. <laughs> it smells like like the blood of a thousand corpses. <laughs> okay, so then she screams and everybody comes in and she's talking to the dad and she's crying and she says that she talked to her and that she said she wants her family dead. Oh yeah, that part's super creepy. It yeah. is. Yeah, this whole scene is really creepy and really effective. So this is when we go to Ed and Lorraine's house and they're out talking by the garden, right? Yeah, yeah the grandmother's doing the laundry and he's right. like, I'm going to the store to pick up some things. And yes. she's like, don't you try to lie to me. You're a terrible liar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he goes, I'm actually going ghost hunting. Yeah. And she's like, now without me, you're not. Let me get dressed. And then they just leave their daughter because they've got just. Well, and grandma's there to take care of the daughter. Yeah, no, I know. But I mean, they didn't have to like make any kind of plan. I want to see the movie from the grandma's perspective. Who's just like, I wish I wish my daughter and her husband would like care for their, their child. Yeah. Care for their child and not yeah. go ghost hunting. Quit she had to do. move into their house to make sure that child got good care. With the haunted museum. She yeah. had to move into if the haunted museum house. going to move me in. Like, give me the guest room. Don't put all your haunted <laughs> in there. Right. <laughs> She, she sleeps in the loft attic apartment. The yeah. Stairs, like, <laughs> so this is when we see them in the attic of some random person's house yes. that we don't know. And we, it, it's a couple. This scene only exists to show that they aren't scam artists, yes. even though they are in real life scam mm-hmm. artists. And I will acknowledge in this movie, they're not scam artists because this movie posits the theory yes. that this is a real thing, even though it's not. In real life, they were scam artists. Yes. Fun fact? Yeah, I'll have fun facts about that. Uh-huh. Um, Wait for it. I'm of. really doubling down on the fact that in real life, they're scam artists, and I'm going to feel like a heel if they're not. Yeah, when like, you get home and fact. you're haunted now, and then you have to call Lorraine Warren and Ed Warren back from the dead to save you from this ghost. Yeah, what if the fun fact is like, fun fact, and Lorraine Warren discovered ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're in your house, Todd. Why would you put that on me? Aww. It's kind of like have trouble sleeping tonight. Aww. It's 10.09. I am terrified to go home. If I wake up at 3, I'm not going to go back to sleep. Don't laugh Siri, like that. set a reminder to call Todd at 3.07. I'll kill you. No. So the next thing that happens, this is going to be a fun thing to talk about, um, because the mom is now wandering our, around the house at night when everybody's asleep because she heard something funny. And so she walks up the steps and we see all the pictures on the wall. And then, <laughs> and then we hear a giant crash. Oh, my and all God. The this scared the shit out of me. Todd, cartoon style, flips his phone up in the air. So this is Shaggy threw his smartphone in the air. I'm so mad at you guys right now. You know what the worst part of this is? is 
I wasn't even looking at the screen. I was so scared. I was having to like, <laughs> and I'll do this occasionally throughout the movies. I need you a break, screen it. so I have to second screen it. And I was I literally to phone down. Yeah, I was. I was responding to someone's message on Twitter, <laughs> and. I flipped my phone because I just the music alone scared me enough that I like jerked and my phone went straight up in the air and it <laughs> and was I'm very so terrifying. Sad oh I didn't catch it. Yeah. No one would believe it. And like even if you caught that on film, people would be like, "Todd's faking it." Yeah, but he's not faking he it. Really it was literally didn't. that ridiculous. He flipped his phone up in the air, like higher than his head. <laughs> like it did a couple three sixties. It was. In the air. It was like a cartoon. And went, it was. And he was like hot potatoing in his hands. For oh, a he minute. looks mad that we're talking about this. Yeah. I'm not very happy. Oh. <laughs> I was very scared. Let's talk about it. never. Okay. So so then we notice that oh, we notice that all the pictures have crashed down on the floor, and then she gets pushed down the stairs. Yes, yeah, she does. She's going. She she gets pushed down the stairs in the creepy basement. No, no, no. The, the basement door opens, and she hears like laughing or creepy ghosty sounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she says uh, she peers in. She says, "If anybody's down there, I'm closing the door right now." And then the door slams. I'm gonna lock you in here and knocks her down the stairs. So now yeah. she's locked in the cre- creepy basement stairs, and then she's looking around at all the creepy haunted furniture. And then a ball falls down. The the light bulb explodes. Yeah, it blows up, Jen. This whole thing is so scary. And they are like, this movie is a master of suspense. It really is, yeah. It it drags it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to. Okay. This is one of the scariest scenes of the movie. I've never seen Jaws, but everyone says that that movie is really scary because you never really see Jaws Mm -hmm. until like the very end or something. And I don't know. It came out in the 80s. I'm sure it doesn't hold up as well as this movie does. 70s. Wow, okay. Jaws does hold up. Okay, fair oh, enough. Yeah, I mean, We're going to watch it. I'm sure time. we'll watch it at some point, but, yeah, uh, but you don't see anything in this scene, really. You see the hands, yeah, you but you don't already see anything mm-hmm. other than the hands, and the hands aren't excessively scary no, on their own right. Scared. I was well, scared. I was and terrified, but that's what I mean. Like they, they do such a good job of building suspense. And then maintaining it, because yeah. once you have a jump scare, like in lots of movies, you have that jump scare, and then we all can laugh, and the pressure, like yeah, they, they don't the do pressure that. off. So, but here, like you have the jump scare, and then we're still in it, yeah. and then you've got another jump scare, and then another one, and it's the just... The light bulb intense. explodes, which is a jump scare. Yes. The next thing you know, she's at the top of the stairs, she lights a match. Mag- where'd you get the matches from? Because the pocket. husband puts it, Ron Livingston oh, yeah, puts it right. down as he's leaving. Oh, good catch. Catch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's got the match. She's like not trying to get out. She's just freaking out. Mm-hmm. And then and then the clap behind her <laughs> and then Todd flipped his phone up in the air again even though he knew this was coming because he saw it in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he flipped his phone even higher this time. I don't know. Do you think they hired a hand model to have ghost hands? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Who did he- <laughs> Do you think yeah. they were like, hey, we need some like real creepy, like uh, pale hands uh, for this movie casting call? I bet it was just casting couch hand job. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> let me show you what show me what I can do with those hands to get me this job. How about you want this? <laughs> How about you want this hand job? <laughs> oh, just cover uh, this house in penicillin. I'll say this about that scene. I knew it was coming because I watched the trailer for Patreon, and this is mm-hmm. like the build up in the the trailer. And even the trailer does sort of what you're talking about, and this scene does it really well. It builds up to a scare, but then that scare doesn't release any it's just the new plateau yeah and then it goes up again and then that plateaus and then it goes up again and like the whole movie is just building and building and building and building i remember Mm -hmm. watching that trailer in the theaters and being scared of the trailer oh man because right after this hand clap we go upstairs and we see the sister is bonking her head but more aggressively than before yeah on the narnia thing and then the glasses sister yeah the the witch's wardrobe (laughs) 
The glasses. It is the witch's wardrobe. It is the witch's wardrobe. No lion, but witch's wardrobe is in this movie. C.S. Lewis should sue. It's the witch's wardrobe. Nailed it. Okay, so the sister is beating her head against the wardrobe, and then Glass's sister puts her to bed, and then we see from behind that now the wardrobe is opening itself, and we see the door kind of just slamming. This is where I kicked the footstool. Yeah, yes. or not we footstool, got a video. The I think rest. we posted this. Video. This is the one we posted on social. Yeah, yeah, because they lead the girl back to bed. This one is asleep. As she wakes up. The other girl is walking towards, yeah, she's sitting up. Mm -hmm. The other girl is walking towards the wardrobe to close the wardrobe doors. Mm -hmm. And then they see the witch on top of the wardrobe and it scared the shit out of me. It was terrifying. Very creepy. It is. And this is the first time we see her. Yeah. And she's just sitting on top of the wardrobe with that creepy witch smile. She looks like Linda Blair from The Exorcist. Like grown up Linda Blair. It does have a little Exorcist vibe too. I'll give you that. Yeah. It does. And it's a little cartoony. Like she looks, she's got a cartoony witch face. scene works is they don't stay on it very long. Yes, exactly. But She's in the not end, green, I think you're right. When it stays it's real quick. Face, like it like, jumps, yeah. she jumps down on the girl and then it cuts. But it is very clear when it is the witch because she's got a very striking like witchy face. Witchy, yes. Ooh. Witchy face. Okay, so then the dad gets home and there's just chaos because the mom's still locked down in the closet. She's banging on the door. So he opens her up and the sister, I think, has been attacked by the witch, but you can't see her. So she's just kind of rolling around on the floor. So everybody is freaking out and he's like, what's going on? He's like, it's Dick and Clark. What's going on? (laughs) The next thing we see is the lecture and they're giving, this is, I think, when we see the scene from the nun. Yeah, well, I think they just use this scene in the nun. I think so too, yeah. And they're explaining exorcism. I think it's infestation, oppression, and possession. But they're basically explaining the stages that we are watching happen. We don't really know what happened because we were talking. I mean, I've seen possession movies. I know what was happening. Yeah, they're explaining the trajectory of the movie. And the mom is in the audience. And then after that, we see them walk into their car and then assistant man brings mom up and says, something's happening in my house. Can you please come look? Yes. Like, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. My house, my family, please, please come. Look. And yeah. they have to talk, talk them into it for a minute. But eventually they say yes. And so that's when they come to the house. How much time has elapsed, do you think, this whole during this whole thing? Uh, a couple weeks, I'd say. And you mean from the point when they moved in till yeah. now? Probably a couple weeks, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like it was maybe even a little bit longer. Because like, she's like, it sounded like she took a while to track them down. It could be. Honestly, okay, so in my mind, the only way it would be okay for me to stay in a house that's haunted like this, there would have to be months in between weird shit happening, right? Because you'd have to get more comfortable in the place again. Like, Mm -hmm. if you just moved in, that first night crazy shit happens, and then every night crazy shit happens, you're moving. So the only way it makes sense to me is if it's been a few weeks. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like once a week, something really bad happens. But it has progressed to the point that they say they're all sleeping down in the living room together yes. too because nobody wants to sleep by the point the scam artists show up yeah the Warrens show up yeah R- right scam artists <laughs> um, okay, I can't wait for so those fun facts man I'm excited about it I've got some very fun facts for this episode yeah you've been teasing these fun facts yeah, yeah we've heard about it they're walking in and Lorraine is looking around and she's kind of getting these looks on her face they are talking about what's been happening in the house they say one of the things is a rancid smell that they yes. hear which might be a sign of I think they refer to it as like rotting meat yeah um, so then we also also hear that there have been birds banging against the glass and we saw that I think right around yeah, the time yeah, yeah, the yeah. dog was killed yeah, yeah, yeah. throughout the film a bird kills itself on the house yeah um, and that's when they talk about the clock stopping at 307 and the pictures falling so this is kind of a summary of everything that's been going around in the house then Lorraine goes down into the cellar and she hears some stuff um, then we have the kitchen interview and they're talking to the parents but Lorraine well Patrick or Ed is talking to the parents but Lorraine is talking to the youngest daughter and she's checking out this 
music box and she's looking around the room. The music box is, is creepy. It spins. There's a mirror with a sp- spiral. There's a creepy mm-hmm. clown head that pops up and yeah, down. It's creepy. And, and then we see a creepy pilgrim looking boy yes. who just kind of is standing in the background. He looks like quite the fancy lad. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't look too scary. I mean, except that he's a ghost, but yeah. So she goes out and she stands on the dock right under the tree. And then Ed comes out to talk to her and is like, why are you so upset? And we see the feet behind her. So she can see this woman hanging from the tree, but he can't see her. Yeah. At this point, we should mention that there's this running thing between Ed and Lorraine about what did you tell me on our wedding night? Oh, yeah. That God Uh, brought us together. God brought us together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it, it, they tie it back in later. Yeah, they I'm do. not against That's it. That's why I'm bringing it up now because it ties back in at the end. Yeah. yeah. Then they're saying we think the house needs an exorcism, and they say that Lorraine has seen a dark entity, and it's behind the mom, and it's behind the girls, and saying it's kind of like gum. Once it kind of attaches to you, it doesn't really matter where they move. If the ghost wants to, the ghost is going to follow them. Yes, and yeah. this is sort of Tom, how it explains yeah. that, and it explains that they can't just leave, which right. I liked. I thought I do too. It yeah. made me understand why they just stayed in the house. Right. Right. I like when the movies explain the rules because we always are like well you would just fly away and yeah you would be fine we see them at the warren house and the daughter has given lorraine a locket which will come back into play and one's yes. got her picture and, and the yeah. other one's got the mom and dad's picture in it so then we see they're sitting down and telling the story of the house because they've been doing some research and they're saying that a woman named bathsheba bathsheba or, it's a biblical name but she she was actually a woman yes it is a biblical name but she was a woman and she had in a like baby. the 18 1800s-ish times, yes. right? Maybe and, 1900s. And she was the original, or she was the first person who lived in that the house? The original owner, yeah, yeah, yeah. so she had a baby and then sacrificed it like seven Didn't days Didn't they say later. she was like, survived the witch trials or something? I think so, yeah. I don't, and she married a guy and had a baby. Someone yeah. may or may not have been talking while the exposition- I talk because I get scared! Oh, oh, I know. Okay, so she sacrificed <laughs> herself, and then she hangs herself, and yeah. that was kind of like her gift to Satan, is how they explain it. That The fact that she she is a woman. The way they explain it is that God has given her this gift of creating a child and she's used it against him by using that gift against him and sacrificing her child. I don't know. How right. Well and then she that. killed herself. Yeah. She killed herself at 307. That's right. when the she time of death is. She runs outside to the tree. But as she does it, she declares kind of on a tangent, like, if you try to take my land, I'm going to curse you. Yeah, that seems weird, right? Right, right. She, just, she sacrifices a child for Satan, runs outside. Now she's all about her land. She's worried about land rights. Yeah. So then they talk about the pilgrim boy that we've seen and his mother. and Because they're the next group to move in. They are the next group to move in and that he disappeared mm-hmm. and that she killed herself in the basement. So yeah. now we kind of get an explanation for why the basement's so haunted. And then... Yeah, it seems like every for every haunted place in the house, there is a story of a new family that moved in after the witch. Yeah. And I, I was trying to keep up with them and write them all down and I kind of lost the thread because she just kept talking about people and there that are a died. Lot. There's like, yeah, there's like four. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a theme of someone killing other people and then killing themselves. Yeah, murder-suicide yeah. is yeah. what that's murder called. murder-suicide yeah. is the technical term. And then the tape that where they record, I just wrote down lots of death, and then the tape turns itself on, and we hear the All interview, right. and then we hear... And I don't know what else we hear, don't that's they That's actually the noise I make when, I, when my alarm goes off. I'm like, All right. gross. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so this is where we find out that their tape is like hearing the voices yes. or whatever, yeah. And then we get an investigation set up montage Yeah, setting up a camera montage. Gonna find some sexy ghosts. Snap their little pictures. They're the ones I love the most. Go. We get introduced to Brett the Cop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
you know he's a cop because he's a wicked ass mustache. And they talk about it. He's like, hey, did you remember that I'm a cop? And the assistant who helps with the cameras and stuff and the black lights. And all is this. his name Chad? I think yeah. it's Drew. Drew. It was Drew. Yes. I, I knew just it was called a him assistant. Flirty yeah, assistant. assistant guy. Because he hits on the oldest daughter. Okay. So they set up all the cameras to, to ghost hunt. Yes. And it's a fun little montage where everybody it's, gets- it's not just cameras, though. They set up microphones in the hotspot uh-huh. rooms. Yep. So they not only capture- Still pictures, but also this audio. Doesn't this movie doesn't make any sense because uh, the, when the cameras do take pictures, they're like it doesn't take pictures of people, and there's, they just explain how that all works. It's ghost photography. Yeah, it's ghost. It's ghostography. But yeah. I'm not quite sure how it works either, and I'm not sure they ever like, explain they, it. They, but so they set up all the cameras and the uh, audio equipment. Yes. Oh, and then we have. I said we had some lady bonding because the mom and Lorraine are talking to each other, and this is when we see the most photoshopped picture I've ever seen. But it's not of the family. It's not. It's the reveal just at the really end is they actually went to the beach and they just took a shitty photo at the beach where you see zero beach. Yeah. Wait, uh, listeners, the photo is the family, but the background is a blue sky and it looks photoshopped. And so the whole film we're like, it's photoshopped. And then at the end and we see them they at the film them taking the picture mm-hmm. and someone just gets an angle without the beach in the background. It honestly looks like they went to like Olin Mills in the 70s and mm-hmm. stood in front of a cloud backdrop. <laughs> That's 100% what happened. So she touches the mom yeah, and sees the day at the beach oh, with yeah. her That was such powers. a good memory. But yeah. the mom, okay, so it is a picture of them on the beach, and then she says, oh, that must have been a nice day on the beach, and the mom is like, oh my god, you must be psychic. Yeah. This now, actually works bitch, you're holding a picture of you and your kids at the beach. This actually works because the beach isn't in the photograph. We just talked about this. The yeah, beach is just sort of literally true. a blue sky. Maybe this so she's is- like, how did you know it's the beach? We totally messed up that photo. Yeah. yeah. We went to mountains. <laughs> I'm still mad at my husband for taking that photo like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could just tell it was like a real big fight oh yeah oh yeah they're setting up and they're just listening for random ghost stuff and they're also talking about the crosses that they're setting up around. yeah and they look like they're fucking radio djs from good morning vietnam <laughs> and i was like welcome back to ww ghost radio <laughs> dead air dead. all the time it's the cop and the assistant doing this it is they're like do you hear that and they're like no <laughs> they've been having some kind of like rivalry or they something. have because drew the assistant believes obviously he's their assistant and the cop mustache is like no it's just the breeze. Yeah. How did he even get involved in this? Did it explain it? I think he just shows up. He's like, I don't believe in ghosts. You want me to set up some cameras? Yeah. <laughs> I think that the scam artists looped yeah. the local police in because, and honestly, it's a good idea because you can call backup and stuff, even though. Also, they're setting up guns around Wait, the house. Are you yeah. saying Maybe they that for taxpayer first. dollars paid for this guy to spend three nights in this house? I think he volunteered on his own time. Yeah. Oh, He's I mean, I don't know. Uniform. He is the, but I but I do he think is the last unless night. his mustache is a uniform. But he does not believe. He maybe is, he's investigating the Warrens, and this is all an undercover operation. Yeah, honestly, he, someone should be investigating them because they are scam artists. So then she sees something. They like record down in the basement, and some stuff happens, but it's not a ton. Oh yeah, of they stuff. set up the crosses. They're like, this really pisses them off, and then yeah. they go downstairs and they play the, the piano. And they're like. <laughs> The Bill Murray moment. I thought of that same thing. They don't actually play the piano, but they're like setting up crosses and like splashing holy waters. Like, why are you doing that? It's, it's really, really pisses them off. off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I love that movie. Anyway, so then they're in the basement and they're like, spirits, do something. Move the chair. It just kind of looks like a ghost Not a show. ton of stuff happens either. I think a door closes by itself. It does. And then they go straight up man on the street style interview down to the basement mm-hmm. with the, and it looks like a ghost hunter show at that point. It does. Yeah. And that doesn't last 
last for too long. Thank goodness. It doesn't. They honestly just go downstairs, try to find anything. Nothing happens. Yeah. They go back upstairs, and I honestly thought the camera's going to whip around and show, like, the witch. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe, like, through the door frame or whatever, but they do it whip around. Yeah. Nothing's there, but then the door closes by itself. Behind and this them, is when yeah. the cop goes, must have been the breeze. A draft. <laughs> a draft. That's what but it was. Lorraine was like, I felt something there. She's yeah. saying that all the time, though. Um, That's what clairvoyants say. They just make shit up. I got a fun fact. Okay, so the next thing we see is the <laughs> the pancake breakfast where everybody's happy in the kitchen. They're making pancakes. Everything feels like it's more resolved, I guess, because they didn't find anything last night. Um, so Ed and Lorraine go out and hang the laundry and talk about how wouldn't it be nice if they had a daughter because they see how happy the family is with all of their daughters. And then they remember, oh, wait, we do, oh, yeah, have, we a do have a daughter we've yeah. abandoned with my wouldn't mother. Wouldn't it be nice if we had a daughter <laughs> that we did? Ignore that we had. If we didn't leave her home with grandma, then she's not always fucking sad. And getting attacked by Annabelle. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll get there. It is a weird scene because they're like, we should get a family. Like, and you, you have like, a family. You have a family. Yeah. Oh, is this the where, where she's like doing the sheet and the sheet yeah. blows into the witch who was like, you mm-hmm. couldn't see but when yeah. the sheet hits her. Yeah, oh, I hated this. We start to see wind oh. and we start to see clouds and she's starting to get suspicious yeah. and the laundry starting to blow away. And then, yeah, like what Todd said, God. the sheet blows off the line and we see it like outline the person that was standing right next to her yeah, that was witch, invisible person. Sheet right so there. then the sheet blows off of the clothesline and it blows and it shows the silhouette of a person, an invisible person that was standing right Scared next to Lorraine. Scared the shit out of me. It really did. And then it blows, because it just happens for a second, and then it blows up into the bedroom window where the mom is taking a nap. And then once the sheet drops, we see that there's a woman standing in that window now. Who but, not, not, but not the mom. And right. walks away. This is the scariest part of the movie that I remember. We see the mom. This is um, the vomit transfer scene. Yeah, she. I don't like that. And the witch is just hovering right over her and vomits into her Directly mouth. Directly into her mouth. Which yeah, that's real gross. I did not like this scene at all. It was scary and real gross. Like, the gross yeah. factor was real. Oh, and then um, Lorraine is running up and she's trying to find the mom and the mom walks out and she's like, oh, I'm fine. I'm just tired. I was asleep. Yeah. Assume I mean, at that the, point on, she is the witch. Yeah, she's been possessed by the witch. So then we see the man bonding. Ed and the dad are talking out by a car. Ed, Ed's fixing the car for him. There's an old rundown car and Ed decides to fix it for the dad. Ed's talking about how he's worried about Lorraine because every time they help someone, it takes a little piece of her. Yeah. And they did an exorcism and then she got saw something really scary and it cuts to the scene and she's freaking out and then Ed's like she locked herself in her room and didn't eat or drink or for like eight days eight yeah days. and wouldn't tell me what she saw and then it's nighttime again and the cop is wandering around there's so many scenes of people just hearing something and then wandering around the dark house and then seeing a scary thing and then thing. there's no one asked for help well, it, they- it drives me insane and a lot of these scenes I don't think this one does but a lot of them the ghost or the witch is making a lot of noise but no one else reacts to it except for that one person. But right. I think in this one it's not it's because not. this is the rocking chair on the porch, back porch maybe? Yes. He front goes porch, out, he looks out. Yeah, he it's sees, the front porch. And it could okay. be the wind, but he hears a whisper that says, look what you made me do. So then we see somebody who may or may not be Taylor Swift standing and she's got her slash marks on her wrist. It's and like a see, maid. Yeah, it's a maid. Yeah. And we assume that she is somebody that what what the ghost made her do was kill herself. This really got me. Yeah, she it really, really, it really got me. It's bleeding. I'm 
kicking myself because I stopped recording at this point. And then seconds later. Oh, you, were you getting videos of me at this too? Oh. And then Taylor Swift bonks out and like says, look what you made me do. And Todd flipped It scared shit. the hell out of me because you see her just standing there. And it's not really super scary. It's not super jumpy. And then you see the cuts on her wrists. And then she walks behind a sheet. And then he goes and moves the yeah, sheet. And it's not like, there anymore. Not a person really There's there. nobody here. Here's oh, the wind or whatever. It's a breeze. And then he turns around and she's like on him uh-huh. in his face. Rinsing his face. Like, oh my God. It scared and the hell out of me. I swear to God, it sounds like we're exaggerating, but I think you actually jumped out of your chair at this. <laughs> and it sounds like we're exaggerating, but it is Watching that cartoon. Watching movies with you makes them less scary. I was I, laughing the whole time. Okay. So then the next thing we see is Cindy walking. Oh yeah. So Cindy's walking and these uh, cameras are going off, right? They're like, oh yeah, oh, just yeah. let her go. And then the second. <laughs> yeah, this is what they're like. But then the second that she gets past the point that they can't get her back, that's when they freak out it's about like it. It's like when she goes in the room upstairs and it closes the door, then they they freak out. Exactly. But this is the point where the cameras go off. They're like, people can't set off those cameras. And they never explain why. And that drives right. me crazy. And then they let they do. They let her wander upstairs. And so then they finally get in there and she's not in the room anymore. And they're hearing two voices. They are here. They can hear her talking to someone. Ed Warren goes, bring the black light. And the assistant sprints down there and gets the black light. They, they tear the black light and it goes... Yeah, and they, they follow footsteps on the floor there's to like the... White, there's like a trail of white stuff on the floor. It's footsteps. Yeah. It's not... If this you're is going a child's hunting, bedroom. It's a child's bedroom, yeah. If you hunting in my condo, like, you'd be thoroughly confused. Gross. <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> oh, we're real haunted, wink, wink. How does someone Is this ectogasm? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they go to the wardrobe and they find a hidden panel in the wardrobe mm-hmm. that allows them to go into a crawl space. And in this crawl space, they see a bunch of toys. They see the daughter. Yeah, she's asleep. That's right. Mm-hmm. And they just get her out. And then the, ne- is it the next day that the um, wife, Warren, goes in there with the toy? Yeah, they, they did a logical thing and waited for the sun to come up. And they're like, all right, yeah. now let's go into the crawl space. And then she investigates the mm-hmm. hole. So the next day, she goes into the crawl space. And they've got the dust outline because there are several toys in there. And then there's one like hexagon outline mm-hmm. and it perfectly matches the, the circus music, music box. box. Yeah, mm-hmm. She places it down. And it's like, and then it unlocks and the whole wall collapses and she falls. And down. She falls down no. all the way to the basement. First, yeah. she sees a rope. Oh, yeah. And she pulls it up and it's a noose. Then that's when she, she falls, falls all the way down. You got the news. And she ends, and this was a really scary part in the movie too. This may have been the scariest point for you, as you said. I think so. When she um, falls down, down because then she ends up in the basement. Oh shit! This was rough. Is. Yeah. So she's down in the basement and she's looking around and she sees Pilgrim Boy and we see who we assume is his mother over him with a bloody knife. And we don't see yes. this from her point of view. We see it through the mirror because she has to see through the mirror to see them, right? Yeah, Lorraine's a boss. She falls oh, man, down a three-story house, lands in the basement, hears whispers and is like, you know what I'm going to do next now that I'm in the crawl space? Open the music box, music box and look for time. ghosts. Yeah, I'm- and it works. But so we see You're the right. mom, and then the mom slowly starts to turn her head toward Lorraine, and then Lorraine doesn't like, the mom also say, "Look what you made me do." Almost. No, she, yeah, oh, she, sorry. Because then we we don't see her anymore. Or she looks around yeah, and looks away from the mirror, and then all back. of a sudden she's right behind her. And she, oh. says, she made me do it, or something, like something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's how we find out that boy didn't disappear. The mother killed, and that's when and then the yeah. mother killed herself. Yeah. And then she's still down there, and we see the feet 
dangling of the woman who hanged her. And this was so awesome. This was um, not awesome. What? what and was, then she, this was awesome. Yeah, we see her feet hanging. Yeah, and then the feet start to turn around. And yeah. I love how this happened because it was so what scary if, and so effective. This, yeah, it was what? very scary. Yeah. I mean, you it, like this? It was basically yeah. just the why? Because <laughs> it's horror, and I love horror. This is fucking horrible. I know it's really scary. I, okay, Boom. I did not think it was that scary of a scene. I think it was really cool to see the witch hanging out. <laughs> Zing! Yes. I hated this. And this is probably what will keep me up at night. Just watching her hanging around the house? I told you, it's effective. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mikey. She's chilling. <laughs> All, All right. right, so what happened after this horrible, horrible scene that you loved, Jen? Um, so then she starts to run away, and the lock gets caught, and it's kind of pulling her back. I didn't and know so that it got lock... caught. I thought, like, the ghost pulled it well, yeah, off of her or something. Happening. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. And then it ends up hanging on, like, a banister yeah, she, down. And she says, she uses the mother to kill the children. So now we've cracked the code. And this is sort of when everyone leaves, right? This is when they pack up and go to the motel, right? Kind of. Well, first she runs out to the dock, and she sees her daughter oh, under right, the water. Right. Yeah. Um, um, and she's like, holy shit, body. I forgot I had a daughter. Right, exactly. I should call and check Maybe on her she... for the first time since mm-hmm. the first 10 minutes of the movie. And so she panic calls her mom. Is like, go check my daughter. Go check my... And well, she, she puts fine. her arm, because the locket's glowing in the water. She puts her arm in and the daughter, the whole thing disappears. Yeah. It was and that's when she goes and calls the grandma. With yeah. two rotations of a rotary phone, she dials that whole phone number. That bothered me. She only does two numbers. If she was really stressed dialing a phone, it'd be like... That's how it works. Seven times, and then she'd be like, yeah, Put my daughter on the phone. The number you just dialed was 333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333333
And then he goes back into the Museum of Evil Things and finds her back in her cage now. Yeah. So everything is safe and it's fine. I can't remember exactly how this goes down, but we hear that the mom from the house, Lily, has driven away with the two youngest girls. They get a phone call right after the chair explodes. Yes, they do. Because the dad, I think, has gotten to the hotel. Anyways, so the mom is driving back to the house with the two youngest daughters and she is just possessed as fuck. Yeah, they're like, where are you taking this mom? And she's like... Grr. Right. And so everybody ends up back at this house and the mom is in the basement with these scissors trying to stab her daughter with the dad trying to kind of hold her back. And that's when the Warrens show up. The Warrens show up and the cop and the assistant. Yes, everybody shows up. Everybody's trying to keep her from killing her kids. Um, Lorraine doesn't want to go, and this is when they have their kind of romantic moment. They say, God wanted us to do this. We got to finish it together. Okay, so then the cop shows up and shoots the door open <laughs> because apparently the doorknob's not he working. He pulls out like, a shotgun. He's like, this is how cops do it. It's like evil Boom, lock. I don't need yeah. a warrant. Shoots this the- is how you break a ghost lock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't grow this mustache for nothing. And then he shoots the door open. And that's when they see her, and they're all trying to keep her from stabbing her daughter and this is when they try to take her to the car and they try to pull her out of the door and her skin kind of starts melting like a vampire if you put them into but the she sun. wasn't in the sun right it was it was still no, at night right it was just like the threshold yeah, yeah yeah it was just the yeah, threshold of the house the, the, the boundary and Lorraine, yeah. of course uses her psychic power and she's like the witch is gonna kill her if we try to get her to leave the house yeah, yeah. it we seemed that way the exorcism sure. on the house now yes. yes so now they drag her down into the basement and they're fighting with her in the basement she, and, and she's like floating around being knocked into shit it was yeah. hilariously yes. strange oh, she gets dragged down into the basement by the ghost which we've seen the ghost drag around a daughter before so that's it's not a new yes. thing. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about Yeah, a lot of yeah. shit happened that we skipped over, but that's fine. Because there's just so much. Yeah. And this is when she tries to bite the mustache off the cop's face. She does. Misses she does. She misses and gets his cheek. Because it's just so crazy. Yeah. You and can't it, bite off a whole mustache. It's always been a cheeky lady. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. nailed it. And so then Lorraine comes up with a sheet and gets her that way. And then they end up tying her with a sheet over her head. And then cuffing her to the chair. Well, yeah. And then there's rope around her waist and legs, I think. Deal with ghost, you might as well have them dress the part. That's <laughs> true, but they forgot to cut the eye holes. They're not going to a rally, Jim. <laughs> oh, you mean like a, a cheap like ghost a cheap costume? Ghost. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I thought you were talking right? about something else. A lot of stuff happens. They end up, <laughs> they gotta, end up doing the exorcism. This house is cool. yeah. Well, they, they, they go back and forth about finishing it together. Yeah. God wanted us. This to is do why this. God made us get married. Yeah. It's not. Wow. Hot tits from Jen. (laughs) (laughs) They're a good couple. So they do start the exorcism. Yes, they start the exorcism. At this point, it stops being super scary for me. Because it's crazy and you can see everything. Exactly. Because I can see the witch on the screen. I know where she is. Uh, It's still creepy because there's one one light bulb in the basement and it's swinging so the shadows are neat. And then she's in the chair and you see the shadows being weird. And then he's, you know, talking Latin out of his... They don't call it a Bible. They just say, go get the book, which is weird. Yeah, maybe they didn't have the rights to the Bible. <laughs> I, I believe it's pronounced the Bible. It's like the big game, you know, instead of the Super Bowl. Well, so while this whole thing is happening, the older daughter that's with them is the, in the car. A, the young daughter. And the mm-hmm. no, the young daughter is missing somewhere in the house. And it's the middle daughter, daughter in the car. Yeah, yeah, it's one the not quite as young daughter. <laughs> and the other one is somewhere in the house and the assistant Drew is running around trying to find her. And the daughter is in the car and the birds start flying in. This is the where it gets windows. real Alfred Hitchcocky. Yeah. It really does, yeah. Because birds start slamming into the house, slamming through the windows in the basement, and hitting them, or like hitting just random yeah, things in the basement. Glass, yeah. Yeah. You yell ghost birds a couple ghost of times. Ghost birds! 
words. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, so they're having the sheet exorcism, and then we see, we imagine that she's coughed up blood because we just see blood all of a sudden where her mouth or her face. Well, yeah, really and is. the scam artist dad is like, uh, or what's his name, Patrick, whatever. He's the power of Christ compelling. Yeah, him. he's doing the whole exorcism, yeah, yeah, exorcism yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. He's like, yeah, he's like flinging holy water yourself, and stuff. I can demand you to show yourself all the angels and blah yeah. blah blah. And, then and the, the uh, sheet rips. This, yeah, and well, you see the witch's face in her knees, and which the is chair goofy. starts to levitate too. Yeah. And then flips up and the chair is on the ceiling. And they're saying, let her go. Drop her. Drop her. And I was like, don't drop her. If you drop her right on her head, she's going to die. Well, it drops her, but it, it drops her on drop the back. Her. And then it breaks the, the chair. Breaks the chair. Mm-hmm. And so then. So Ron Livingston is trying to get control of his wife. Yeah. And she looks at him and she says, she's already gone. Um, the and, wife does. And you're the all going to die. Yes. And it's yeah. the witch talking yeah, The, the sheet's all the way off. She's got a creepy creepy face with, mm. the, with the yellow This is eyes. when it looks sort of like The Exorcist. Yeah. Like an older like lady the, exorcist. Yeah. Because she still looks just a little bit like the actress but also the witch and it's kind of going back and forth in the face. The doesn't look that great and she's like I don't think so. Your wife's gone. All your family's gonna die. <laughs> okay so then they finally find Rose who's the youngest daughter and I don't know why. Yeah, They find her under the it. floor of the under kitchen. Under the house. The yeah, assistant and- hears her voice under the floor and he mm-hmm. grabs a crowbar to start breaking the boards open on the kitchen floor. And yeah. so this is when the mom who is possessed figures out where she is. She grabs the scissors. She scoots over and she gets the daughter into a place where nobody can get to her. And she's about to start stab the daughter with the scissors. Yeah, she crawls through a hole in the crawl space where the bigger people can't chase her. Yeah. Yes. And then like finds the daughter who's also hiding in the crawl space. So, but, but like Ron Livingston goes to one side, the other Patrick, whatever his name is in the movie, goes to the other side, the scam Ed, artist yeah. guy, Ed goes to the other side and then the wife scam Hooray. artist goes to the kitchen where the hole was dug and she's like reaching down. So they're like all on either side and above her mm-hmm. and they're like you gotta fight it from within. There's three cuts. It cuts to Game Artist's husband and he is doing his exorcism still yelling yeah. yes. really passionately and then it cuts to Lorraine who's like holding her head she's like you gotta fight it from and within. And she's talking about the beach picture. Right, right. Yeah. And then it cuts to the and she's like help him, help her fight her in the wind it cuts to Lauren Livingston he's like yeah girl just like you need to fight it. He yeah. really doesn't sell this scene Don't at all. It'd be like super great if you didn't kill our daughter. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's like we got four others so it's like whatever. Yes but, but it's like I mean be I don't know. for us if you didn't do it. <laughs> Listen, I got a lot of money for this movie, so if you have to kill her, feel free, but I'd rather you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely rotary phoning it in. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh, and so she fights from within, and she and then she pukes up She throws the up the demon. ghost witch. Yeah, and I think it's the power of that beach picture that really saves the day. You know? So really, they didn't need holy water, they just need Epigac. Anything yeah. to make her vomit. Yeah. And yeah. beach picture Which- love. So then all is happy, and youngest daughter gives her back her locket. And then they bring the music back to their museum and the music box. Music they bring box. the music, music box, box back to their museum. They set it down. And then the last thing they talk about is they just got a call for a house on Long Island, which is the Amityville house. So is that the sequel they were going to try to set up, but then just didn't go for? No, I don't Isn't think there they a were... conjuring too. Yeah, there is, but it takes and place in Johnny Old England. But the beginning oh. of it is in the Amityville house. Oh, is it? Yeah, I don't think they were ever going to do an entire movie about the Amityville yeah, who house would do that? because that's just a lot of people have done that. Yeah, it's the Amityville. Horror. Yeah, and it's right. a scam. Yes. Good is movies. that the end of the movie, though? Yeah. And so that's, that's the, the movie. movie. And then we see like credits with the real people, which I always think is interesting because we get to see the pictures of the actual people. Yeah, we get to see the family and the scam artists that kind of got together to scam everybody. And because what? Well, uh, that's what that's Todd's theory. 
which may or may not be true because the whole time we've been saying this is not real and that, but this is based on a true story whether you believe this haunting is real this is based on a true family is that exactly this yeah. family really exists this case really exists whether you believe the haunting is real is your decision to make <clears throat> but this these events some of them actually happen these are real people so do you want to do box office first yeah go for box office. all right so let's talk about box office so this this movie, movie it really oh it really did mikey it probably well, didn't cost i bet it was like a 20 million dollar movie dude 20 million dollars was Woo! the production budget you crushed it it made domestically it was 137 million overseas 182 million so Dang. it's 319 million dollars this made a lot of money. And I'll say this. That's, I yeah. hated this movie. I'll never watch this movie again. But it is good. It this holds like, up. Like, it is scary. Mm-hmm. The story's good. Like, I just, I hated it. I'll never watch it again. But it's it Todd's is, Kryptonite movie. Yep. Yeah, F this movie well, it's in the A. I hated a this. sequel. Yeah. Three spin oh, A yeah. whole series of movies. Universe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, but I'll never watch it again. I swear <laughs> to Pazuzu himself, I'll never watch this movie again. I've only seen this movie once because it was scary when I yeah. watched it. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching I don't out. think I saw it in theaters, but I remember being really scared. I definitely so, classified it as a movie I don't watch without other people. Mm, yeah. yeah so it, it did very, very, very well. The first weekend it came out, it was number one. Yeah, so it beat out Despicable Me. <laughs> and it was released in July, so which is like blockbuster territory. It was up against some pretty solid movies when it came out. And if you think... Think about it, because 2013 was that six years ago. How many sequels and spinoffs this movie has spawned? About one a year. I'm not sure they all came out year after year, but about one a year since then. So let's talk fun facts. Well, and one of the reasons we chose this movie for uh, Women in Horror Month, too, is that I love that there are two really strong female characters in this movie. Oh, yeah. The the woman is a scam artist, and then the wife of the Ron Livingston is... And they're both great in this movie. They really are. Yeah, and they both have a lot of agency. They're both central to the plot, and this does pass the Bechdel test. Okay, so fun facts. Um, Jen's fun facts. Okay, so this movie was rated R, and there's really no nudity, there's no sex, there's no anything. And the reason that it was rated R, the quote they got back was, it's just so scary. It's rated R, which doesn't happen that often. Because yeah, because there's no gore except for the no, vomit. It's really not even that violent. And no one cusses. And so what they got back was, it's just so scary, and there's really no editing you could do that would give you a PG-13 rating for they, this. They really got screwed because they could have made more money with a PG-13 rating. I honestly think right now, this would be a PG-13 movie. Okay, so another fun fact. This movie got sued by the current people that live in this house because it's a real house and their home was getting vandalized after this movie came out and people kept trying to break in the house. The movie also got sued by somebody who said he had bought the rights to the Warrens' stories. I'm not 100% sure how that lawsuit worked out, but there's interesting things online. The Warrens appeared in the first episode of the challenge on MTV, which was then called Road Rules All Stars. Yeah, that thing was awesome. What? I, was in I know. I loved that show, and then I kind of grew out of it. What? Yeah, they you ever did. Watch that? No. They challenged the real world team to spend the night in a haunted house. No, a haunted mental hospital. What? And they were like the two that introduced the challenge. Hell no, man. So this is based on a true story, and there are no rules for what you have to use in a story to claim that. So this could be all a bunch of nonsense and they use the names of characters and still say it's based on a true story. They claim to have investigated over 10,000 cases. That sounds like an exaggeration. 
Well, they're scam artists, Mikey. Ten thousand is a lot of stuff. Yeah, it is a lot. Yeah. Well, and so a lot of the cases have already been movies. Um, there's a, se- a sequel coming out, The Conjuring Three, which is based on I think the Snedeker House. Oh, I'm excited. I like. Or I'm no, like, I'm uh, excited about it. Okay, so they may be scam artists, and you can choose to believe them or not. A lot of the research I got was about them being debunked. Um, yeah. But they didn't charge any money from the people whose houses they investigated. That's good. Todd. All of their money they made from publishing. I think they published like nine books yeah. and they did a bunch of lecture series. So, I, I mean, they're I, not scamming families directly. I will I say know. this. If you guys don't know anything about the uh, magician James Randy, he held a $1 million challenge to prove that paranormal is real. And anyone who tried to prove that paranormal was real failed this challenge. And he debunked a shitload of people. There's a whole documentary on yeah, Netflix I love about that docu- it. They're not, it's the Warrens awesome. aren't in it, though. No, they because not? they would. There's no way they would go on that because it would prove their whole thing is a sham. Which makes them smarter than the average scam artist because he got tons of people. Yeah, to he bunk. got tons of people. It's a great doc, though. I can't remember the name of it. I'm sorry, but it's great. This is an interesting fun fact. Okay, so when they were writing this, they talked to Lorraine Warren, and she was very involved in um, like the making of this movie. She's got a cameo in the movie. The actors that play Ed and Lorraine Warren went and spent a lot of time with her, and she made them sign clauses that they would not show the Warrens in the movie doing any kind of like drinking or drug use or saying anything bad and just presenting them in a really good light and that they would specifically not say anything about either of them having an affair in the movie. Did they have an affair in real life with ghosts? So. Ghost affair. Before they became ghost hunters, Ed was a bus driver and he met a student named Penny on his bus who was 15 when oh they Oh my fr- god. Just wait. That was 15. Now I'm saying all this is alleged. We almost made a whole episode Todd. Oh my god. Why does it always come back so to sexual assault? When they first met she was 15. I don't know about any kind of timelines but apparently they had a romantic relationship. Uh, oh she god. moved into their house. They what? carried this relationship on for decades and she lived in a bedroom across the hall from them. I don't know if this helps but was it a city bus or a I think it was. Bus. I mean, it doesn't it say. It doesn't matter. She was 15. True. Yeah. Apparently, she got pregnant oh. and they. Ghost baby. The power to. Okay. Ghost and babe. <laughs> and they, they convinced her to have an abortion. And <laughs> they it. wanted her to say that she was raped. And that's how she got pregnant. Why? Why are you she doing also this claimed that Ed was abusive. Oh, my God. To her and Lorraine. Oh, my God. And yeah, that and then Lorraine made her sign a contract. I don't know if any of that is true. You can leave that in or not. I mean, if we just say it's alleged, I think it's fine. It is alleged. Yeah. And the only reason I say it is because in the movie, they just seem like such a happy couple. And and that's specifically because she made them sign a contract that that's how they would present them. What if that's why all the ghosts haunt them is because because of karma? Well, yeah. Maybe it's the ghost of all his terrible doings. No, I mean, really, he's just a bad dude scam artist who talked his wife into being a scam artist with him. And then they scammed a bunch of people because they're scam artists. Yeah. They're lying liars who lie. So yeah. They lie about other things. Exactly. I And you know what? I don't know if they're scam artists or not. I'm, that's all alleged, too. I do. I keep pointing the TV. I do really like them in the movie. I like both yeah. the characters. I like both the actors. I'm just not sure how representative that is of who they actually are. I do are. feel like these movies would work better when 
when they're not based on true stories because I would like the go- like Poltergeist for instance I think works a lot better as a film because it's a fake family with a fake house and a fake story and a fake psychic and in the movie it doesn't ruin my disbelief because you don't go out and Google them and find out that they you know like raped a girl on a school bus or whatever <laughs> and I feel like that keeps me in the movie better either. and now now I'm going to watch the third one and then that's all I'm going to think about and I think that part of the reason their relationship is important to the movie is because it's a grounding thing and there's yeah. so much of this movie that's really creepy and a lot of this movie is about a family falling apart so I think when you have this relationship that seems really solid in the movie it kind of helps you when you're super terrified so those are my fun facts yeah some of them were less fun than others let's do scary scale scary scale so Jen what is the scary scale listeners our scary scale is a scale we use to rank how scared we were when we watched this movie it's not a ranking of the quality of the film it's a ranking of how scared we were when we watched it today Todd what you got uh, I would give it an eight. An eight? Yes. Nice. That's the highest you've had in a while. It is the highest I've had in a while. The movie is very scary. It is very spooky and it's very creepy. And I hate jump scares. And this had a lot of really effective and horrible, horrible jump scares. Yeah. I hated it. That I were- hated this movie. I'll never watch it again. <laughs> Everyone, when they asked me what movie I was watching has all week has been, oh, you're screwed. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You guys are jerks. Were you guys as screwed as uh, they said they... You- were? I think so. Yeah, I hated this movie. I think you took it like a champ. Yeah, oh, you man. did it well. We kept asking if you wanted. You didn't to even take a break, off. and you've taken breaks in scary movies before. Yeah, Mikey, what do you think? So I'm going to give it a seven. I, I mean, I feel like Jen and I. I'm not going to speak for your scary skill, Jen. I would <laughs> not speak for you, but we did the jump scares. We still jumped. We still screamed, and it yeah. was still scary. Yeah, because there are so many of them, you just can't remember all of right. them. You know, unless you've seen this movie over and over and over. And I over remember again. like the big scenes, but I forgot that there's one every like two seconds. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm. I think I'm going to give it an eight too. Yeah. It is scary. It backs it up. I think it's creepy enough. Now, I'm not going to be afraid to go to sleep tonight. Like, I mean, it's not going to scare me. I don't think there's anything underlying that makes me think more about anything outside of this movie. Like, Hereditary messed with me for weeks because I was thinking about the family dynamic and I was thinking about how, like, emotional it was on top of it being super scary. But I, this movie was just really scary and now I'm going to walk away from it. It doesn't, like, linger. I'm with you. you know? I, I, I'm done and I'm like, okay, that was fun. Yeah, there's... Bye. Yeah. So, hey, what, what movie are we doing next? <gasps> oh, I'm so excited. Oh, this is one of my top five movies that we're going to do next. Really? Yes, it is. We're going to do the original Fright Night. I love this movie, too. I do, too. I'm really excited. I haven't seen it in a long time. I like the time. remake, too. I love the remake. But since Anton, what's his face, died, I haven't been able to watch this. But we're not watching the remake. We are not watching the remake. We're watching the original. Yes. That's important. People care about that kind of stuff. So it's the last episode of the month, so we are going to do our Patreon shoutouts for the monthly <laughs> Patreon shoutouts, guys. And there really are just three. Maybe why don't we each say one? Yeah. We got Daniel Y. Daniel Y. Yeah, I remember that one. Eddie S. And who? And Melissa K. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for being our You Can Get It Patreon supporters. We really, really, really appreciate it. You guys really make this podcast run and we appreciate it. You truly can get it. It is not just a clever name. So, guys, if you want to make sure you're in on your weekly or monthly shout-outs or any of the other great Patreon stuff that we have, go to patreon.com slash horrorvirgin to sign up there. We also just wrapped up our Patreon listener request episode contest for March. So, be looking for that. We do stuff like that every month. So, guys, we are a member of the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Make sure you check us out there. And if you are listening to us in the Modern Horrors feed, make sure you subscribe to our feed because you'll get it two days earlier on Monday and not have to wait till Wednesday to listen to the podcast. If you want to follow us on 
online. We are at Horror Virgin on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Oh, and we just started a Facebook group. We did. Check out the Facebook group. It's awesome. We've, it's only been live for 24 hours, and we have 51 or 52 members. It's awesome. Uh, if you want to follow me specifically, it's at Tajay Awesome on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mikey is M Randolph 24 on Instagram and Twitter, right? It's actually, now it's at Dick O'Clock. At Dick O'Clock. Oh, jeez. Don't follow that hashtag. Guys. I wonder if that's a hashtag. Uh, so follow Mikey <laughs> there, and Jen is at Jen Ferratu on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yes. Go to the website at HorrorVirgin.com. You can see the links to our merch, all that great stuff. Oh. We actually got two photos this week of different mugs, which I thought I was know. cool. Yeah, the, yeah um, the Final Girls mug. Yeah, the Final Girl mug that well, we have, and also me. the... Hard so we man. actually got three pictures yeah. then, because we had one from the our wrestler friend, Robbie, who That's has this right. regular Horror Virgin mm-hmm. mug that he won, and then we had two of the uh, Final Girl mugs that we have. Those are always fun. And if you guys want to email us, email us at info at horrorvirgin.com. Yep. I also wanted to start reading some five-star reviews because we're getting a lot of five-star reviews and we really appreciate that. Thank you so much. So we want to shout out some love at those five-star reviews. So the five-star review I'm going to read. And while you're looking for that, let me say, if you cannot support the podcast through Patreon, we completely understand that. Just leaving us a review, honestly, just telling people about the podcast is a huge help to us and that's a great way for you to support us. Absolutely. And you guys are clearly telling people about the podcast Mm -hmm. as we have been growing a lot. So... Um, this one is from Drew Sum of All Fear Pod. Oh, and let me say, I've been listening to that podcast. It's called The Sum of All Fear, and it's cool. You should check Jen, it out. Jen, you listen to so many podcasts. I'm proud of you. Yeah, uh-huh. you listen to a lot. Uh, anyway, his five-star review is, have a few horror virgins in my life, and I wish I had been smart enough to come up with this podcast <laughs> idea. So fun. Listen and enjoy. So thank you very much, Drew. Some of all Fear Pod, we appreciate your five-star review. And guys, leave us five-star reviews. You might have yours read out and a little love sent your way on our pod. Yeah, it could be you guys. All right. Make sure you watch Fright Night, the Mm -hmm. old one, before next week, because it'll be the next one to come out. I'm Jen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm Mikey. I'm your horror virgin Todd, guys. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Have a great week. Bye. (laughs) Nerds.